Hello, hello, it's Live, Love, Laugh with me, Lexi Carducci. Coming up in the next kind of 20 minutes, I've got festivals in our front room, how to have a festival at home, some fashion facts from the Queen, more fashion, it's all about rainbows this week, and some Tiger King inspo too. More positive lockdown stories, and I chat to my friend Larissa about how she's dealt with having her wedding cancelled, and her advice for others in the same situation. Off we go. Kicking off the show, as always, with a little bit of celebrity gossip, keeping you up to date with uh, what is going on in celeb land. So first up, Amanda Holden, you might have seen this. She's released her single, which is called Somewhere Over the Rainbow, with all the proceeds going to NHS charities. And she was at number four earlier. um, I think it was in the chart on Sunday. Yeah, isn't that cute? Um, so, so good. I, um, yeah, I didn't even realise that Amanda Holder could sing. But of course, she's been on the West End, hasn't she? So, um, yes, many strings to her bow. The gift that keeps on giving <laughs> is Amanda Holden. Uh, Love Island 2020 summer has officially been cancelled. What are we going to do? It's madness, isn't it? How dare they? Maybe they could do like Love Island autumn that would work. It's got to be hot somewhere else, hasn't it? Like they took everyone to South Africa for the winter one. Please bring it back because I don't know what we're going to do. Anyway, (laughs) more important things, of course. Uh, Gigi Hadid is pregnant with Zayn Malik's baby. The story was leaked last week and this week it has been revealed that they are having a girl. Uh, Someone who's just had a girl is Millie McIntosh from Made in Chelsea. Um, She gave birth to her daughter on the 1st of May. We are yet to hear from her what the name is. So watch this space. Maybe I'll be telling you next week. Harry and Meghan have revealed they will be releasing a biography in August. Ooh, can't wait. This is going to be full of juicy gossip and drama, I feel, particularly if Meghan has something to do with it. It's, um, yeah, that's very exciting. And finally, Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy are set to settle their legal dispute this week. Another thing to watch this space. I've got my Fashion Thursday, as per usual, coming up later on in the show. But first, I thought I'd bring you some fashion facts from the Queen. Yeah, so uh, check this out, because these are some things that you might not know. So first of all, uh, the Queen was rated the third most influential royal fashion fashion icon uh, with obviously her bright coat dresses she's got a matching hat she's got a matching jacket lovely little handbag she always looks pristine doesn't she um, and it turns out that women over 55 also think she is more stylish than Meghan Markle very interesting she's also doing really really well with the younger generation with an incredible one in ten of 18 to 24 year olds saying that the queen influences their style the most out of the royals I love it. Well, I think she's got incredible style. She always looks perfection. Um, I love the colours that she wears, you know, and that's actually one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about uh, in the fashion facts from the Queen. So she loves a pop of colour, doesn't she? Um, You might have seen her in that gorgeous kind of duck egg blue, uh, the bright orange, bright greens. And uh, she's actually quoted as saying, if she wore beige, no one would know who she was. So she's always in in these gorgeous bright colours. I will definitely take out a leaf out of her book. Uh, I do love some bright colours, particularly when they're in suits. Very nice. Um, She has weights that are sewn into the hemlines of skirts and dresses to prevent any Marilyn Monroe moments. Uh, What a great idea. Now, I know it's differing from clothes, but we actually have that in our curtains, funny enough. Yeah, I guess it just keeps them... um, keeps them looking good, hanging nicely and not blowing up when you open a window. (laughs) Um, More facts. We've got um, 
The Queen has over 200 handbags from the very same designer. That's Lorna Handbags. Um, over 200 handbags. A girl after my own heart. Absolutely love a good handbag. And finally, she has someone that wears in her shoes for her. She favours a two and a quarter inch heel. Um, now, that's amazing, isn't it? I'd love someone to walk around wearing my shoes in. That's the most painful part of buying new shoes you get so excited don't you with buying new shoes and then you you go and wear them the first time and you know nine out of ten times they're so uncomfy until you've actually worn them in I think this is a great idea maybe if you've got flatmates you could just find your flatmate that's got bigger feet than you or your partner your boyfriend um if they've got bigger feet than you just get them to wear your shoes around for a bit take a leaf out of the queen's book This is a pause for positivity. So grab your coffee, grab a cup of tea and have a listen to these lovely stories that have come out of lockdown. So first up, Project Wingman. This was set up by a group of airline crew uh, that have set up some VIP lounges in NHS hospitals across the UK to give staff the ultimate VIP treatment. They've got free magazines. They've got beauty boxes. They've got loads of snacks. uh, They can chill out. They can unwind. They can relax and enjoy this first class experience that of course they deserve how lovely is that what a lovely little chill out area um, for nhs workers to go on their break that's project wingman how wonderful um, then check out 90 year old jesse boardman you can find her on youtube singing a rendition of we'll meet again outside her house for clap for carers entertaining the street fabulous police officers in cumbria have sung happy birthday and delivered gifts to a seven-year-old boy called ben who was stuck inside on his birthday so they brought a little bit of cheer to ben how nice um and finally people have started making mini picnic tables covered with food for all the wildlife that's been visiting their gardens when we've all spent time at home everyone's noticed all the little creatures that uh, that come into the garden in our garden here we've got a lovely little robin he's very cute he likes to help with the gardening he keeps an eye on everything Uh, i've seen a couple of cats come into our garden it's really sweet and actually um last year there was a hedgehog in the garden so you know all these little things are out and about living there and these people have decided to make mini picnic tables covered with food for all the wildlife visiting birds squirrels there's a gorgeous picture i'll try and find it of um a squirrel sat on this little picnic bench that someone's made and attached to a fence so cute so there you go some lovely little positive stories to come out of um, to come out of lockdown so at the weekend we celebrated a very special day for my friends Larissa and Ian who were supposed to be getting married um, and we had a really really nice day Larissa's going to tell us all a little bit about that hello Larissa Hi, Lexi. But I'm sure there are many people out there that have had their wedding cancelled as well. Uh, it's a bit of a drama, but Larissa and Ian have managed to stay positive throughout the whole thing. So, Larissa, in the run-up to your wedding, uh, which we kind of celebrated on Sunday, and as the crisis unfolded, how did you feel when you realised that your big day wasn't going to happen? Uh, I think we realised, well, initially, I kind of had a bit of a feeling, even at my hand in February, if I was honest, and... Um, One of the girls that was on the hen, um, her family are in Hong Kong, and she was already telling me that there was some really bad stuff going on in China and Hong Kong, and um, it it could come over here. But I kind of put it to the back of my mind, and then by the start of March, um, we started to speak to our venue um, to find out what was going to happen, because we just couldn't see it coming. Um, Ian went into a bit of denial. He was like, no, we're going to get married. It'll be fine. Um, I was very realistic, which is unusual when normally the other way around. Um, and six weeks, six weeks 
before we were due to get married, um, yeah, the venue um, rearranged for a new date for 2021, the same week that Boris Johnson announced that we were going to go into lockdown and wedding ceremonies were going to be postponed. Okay, so they reached out to you, the venue did, so that that was quite nice, and I guess that really helps you make that decision, doesn't it? Because I guess in the run-up to it, you were probably umming and ahhing, like, should we cancel? Do we have to wait for them? So that was really nice that they reached out to you. Has it been stressful dealing with the venue or your other suppliers to get everyone to rearrange? I think there's a lot of people that are in the same boat. Um, I'm in lots of kind of wedding forums and communities, and there are a lot of people that are going through this, and while it's nothing compared to what's happening to people that are ill with COVID-19 and, and what the NHS and key workers are, are doing for us right now. It is stressful and I think because you're at home constantly it's something that you just can't not think about and I think a lot of people, it is, it's so much of their money and time and effort so I understand how difficult and upsetting it must be for a lot of couples um, but everyone's been amazing. All our suppliers were totally flexible were willing to just amend the date to next year. They've been absolutely fantastic. So did you celebrate your special day in lockdown the day that you were supposed to get married yes I did I think you know because you I were do. involved it was wonderful <laughs> I mean it's such a good idea we had a little um well I'll let you tell everyone but yeah we had a bit of a zoom chat didn't we yeah so we um we we didn't really have anything planned um, and we heard that it was going to rain so we weren't going to do any nice long sort of walks that are one walk a day that we're allowed um <laughs> So we had to come up with another idea. A local celebrant was actually doing a, a kind of like virtual um, wedding blessings. It's, a, it's called a hand fasting ceremony. It's basically where they tie your hands together. It's kind of an old Nordic tradition. Oh, cool. um, yeah, really nice. And it was free. All we had to do was just donate money to the NHS, which obviously would going to be doing anyway um but what a great cause and, and what a lovely way to celebrate what would have been our wedding day oh, um so we did that. yeah and i think i think it's really nice that, that the celebrant um wildflower ceremonies i think they were called um did that out of the goodness of her heart for, for charity um we we've now got something special we've got a lovely video recording um and then we've also um done a, a big zoom wedding party we did wedding bingo and we did a wedding quiz as well. And um, some of the people that were going to be doing speeches on the day, like my dad and the best man um, and, the, and the chief bridesmaids, um, did a couple of speeches on Zoom as well. So really, really fun, actually. And then to have all your friends on a Zoom chat, that's a really good bit of advice for other people that are going through this. So you can still celebrate your wedding day, have a bit of fun. Everyone got dressed up. We all cheers to you. We all had a little glass of bubbly. And yeah, like you said, we took part in a quiz. We had wedding bingo. It was a really good idea. And Larissa, you and Ian have stayed so positive throughout this. I mean, I'm sure there's been times when I haven't been speaking to you behind the camera and whatever. <laughs> but as there would be naturally. But, you know, how have you stayed so positive despite, you know, this day that you've been planning years for couldn't go ahead? It is difficult. There have been a few tears, I will admit. Um, and it is frustrating. But I think a wedding day, as much as the effort that you put in, it is only one day. And I think we've been engaged for two years. It'll just be nearly a year longer. But I would rather our guests be safe and well and comfortable with being there than, you know, worrying about this horrific pandemic. And hopefully by then we may have a vaccine or we'll be in a better situation than we are now. So I guess that's how we stay positive. So having got a second opportunity to arrange your wedding, is there anything that you're going to change or anything that you do differently? 
I get a bit sad before something's really over. So I don't know if you ever get that when you're on holiday and like yes. you've got a day left and you're getting sad that you're going to leave. I was feeling like that the we- uh, in the run-up to the wedding. I was like, oh, it's nearly here. I'm so sad. And now I'm like, well, I've got another year to plan. We can add more things to it. So we never got around to sorting out a videographer. So we're going to look at doing that. Oh, um, I've always... I've always said I wanted an outfit change, much to my mother's um, delight or not delight. <laughs> so I'm looking into that. It's um, it's given us an extra year to make it bigger, better, um, you know. So what tips do you have for other people that are sat at home right now? Maybe their wedding day was due to happen at the end of May or beginning of June. Um, and they're now panicking like, oh, gosh, OK, it's been cancelled. What advice do you have to those people for getting through it and staying positive? Yeah, I think, um, first things first, I think I would be very realistic about what you can and can't control. So no one knows what's going to happen with this pandemic. But there are certain things that you can sort of do to safeguard yourself. Speak to um, your registrar if you can. Most of them are closed. I looked at Wandsworth Council, um, all their sort of face-to-face registration and ceremony services they're all cancelled but you can always reach out on email they may be able to give you a call back to kind of let you know what they're thinking that then gives you an idea of time frame um, if you don't have wedding insurance try and get it um, a lot of insurers now are not taking new policies because obviously the coronavirus pandemic yeah. um, but I think cover my wedding they are still selling insurance but they are doing um, kind of a revised policy that won't cover coronavirus. Hopefully in the future, if you're getting married next year, you may not need that kind of clause. Um, and I think Emerald Weddings and Wedding Short are still covering, but they're covering very sort of short-term weddings. And then the other thing I think is just to remember realistically, one day, just try and enjoy it. Because I think if you get stressed out with everything that's going on in the world, you're, you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to kind of have a shadow over it. Yeah, that's um, so true. Yeah. Yeah, fine. And, you know, something really exciting has actually come out of this because you have started up a new blog with your other half. It's called His and Hurst. Your surname is Hurst. I love that. Brilliant. His and Hurst. Um, and it's a, it's basically a blog to help out other people and give advice about weddings and, and follow your journey, really. Tell us a little bit more about the blog. Um, yeah, so it's called His and Hers. It was one of our hashtags for our wedding, but it's Hers with an I. Fab, that's amazing. And so people can find you by searching His and Hurst, H-I-R-S-T, on Instagram and online for the blog. Thank you so much for sharing all that with, with us and, of course, plenty more on your blog. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a wonderful bridesmaid, Lexi. Ah, oh, no worries. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Melissa, thank you. Thank you. Okay, time for my Fashion Thursday. I've always uh, always bringing you three key trends that are taking place right now, things that um, we should be wearing. And yes, exactly. When we spoke to um, Rosie from Dancing Leopard earlier, we can still shop online. People are still able to deliver our goods. So if you've got a special celebration coming up, a birthday, um, or I'm going to be talking to you about having a festival in your front room, maybe you want a new outfit for that. (laughs) Um, Yes, it's still totally fine. We can still get dressed up at home we can still do our shopping online so here are the three trends for this week first up checkmate that's right checks are back again nice uh, seasonal trend this is uh we see it every year nice and um yeah easy to wear so um my three picks from um 
things that are checked this week. There's a tweed check jacket in pink and white. It's £59 from Marks and Spencers. Really cute to wear over a dress. Um, you could team it with like some white jeans or something. would look really sweet. Uh, then there's a yellow and white gingham check midi skirt um, from... It's got pockets. It's got slits up either side. It is from Joy and that is £40. Love Joy. Um, big up Joy. They've got some great little things in there. And that's actually got a discount on it. Um, I think it was it was £54 it's now down to 40 and then there's a pair of Tiffany blue check cut off trousers with like a little button detail at the front which looks nice and smart £24 from Misguided really easy to just wear with a little white t-shirt um, but it adds that that nice little pop of colour uh, talking about colour my second trend for this week of course rainbows everyone's gone mad with rainbows it's so lovely um, people you know if you walk around the streets you see people that have put the rainbow up in their houses in their front rooms um to show support for the nhs isn't it lovely so a lot of fashion brands have been getting on this as well and rainbows have started to trend so from bowden there's a gorgeous rainbow dress it's got a green waistband and a lovely green bow at the top it's 140 pounds it's beautiful you could wear this to the races you could wear it to a picnic you could put it on with heels you could put it on with trainers um and of course it's so bright and what were we talking about earlier when i spoke about the queen's fashion yes she loves bright uh so bright is the way forward particularly with the weather that we've had this week's gorgeous isn't it um from Jules, there's a pair of espadrilles in light blue. They've got a rainbow printed onto the toes. Very cute. Uh, they do them for kids as well, so you can have matching shoes with your kids. £39.95 for adults. Um, and then there's a gorgeous kind of light pastel-coloured rainbow jumper from Oliver Bonus. £55, so just toning it down a little bit. Not so vibrant, um, but still nice and summery. Again, if you pop that on with a pair of white jeans, white shorts, uh, even denim shorts would look really cute. And then the third fashion trend for this week, a bit of a funny one, um, Tiger King inspired items. There's been a lot of animal print going on, <laughs> hasn't there? I think everyone's taken a bit of inspiration from Tiger King. So there's a white and cream tassel cropped cowboy jacket, very Joe Exotic. It's £50 from ASOS great for festival vibes as well uh, then there's an animal print long-sleeved floaty mini dress in beige you could wear this in summer um, with a pair of little white boots you could wear it in winter with black tights so uh, good for every season it's from H&M $24.99 and then there's a leopard print little short cardigan £85 from and other stories there you go so three fashion trends this week checkmate rainbows and Tiger King inspired outfits <laughs> Now, I know a lot of festival plans have been put on hold, haven't they, or cancelled altogether, um, including Glastonbury, All Points East in Victoria Park, Download Festival, Isle of Wight, British Summertime, Coachella, Lovebox and Mighty Hoopla, all festivals that have unfortunately cancelled this year. So why not create your own festival? Now, you can do it as a family on your own. Uh, if you're self-isolating on your own, then you could call friends, have a little Zoom call, set up a Friday night chat, uh, take it into the early hours. Why not? Like a proper festival. Um, so let's go through the things that we look for at a festival. The sleeping arrangements, something that is always a bit stressful, isn't it? So you can really go glamping. If you're lucky enough to have a garden, get out there with a tent, go for it. If you don't, don't worry. Just 
set up a small tent in your living room. Uh, even if you don't have a small tent that fits in your living room, you can make your own. This is really going back to uh, taking me back to my childhood. I feel like I always used to make dens. <laughs> uh, you could easily create a little tent from the back of your sofa and then uh, some kind of like little pole or a washing line, like a clothes horse. Um, someone's even suggested to use like brooms or the hoover and just drape a bed sheet um, over over those so it makes a lovely little tent for you. Uh, peg it all on. You could use the backs of chairs, peg it all together. If you've got coloured bulbs or fairy lights, chuck in some pillows, cushions, blankets, uh, really get in the mood with some candles. You can create, you know, you can go all out, create it uh, for what you would like your tent to look like. And it's it's great, you know, if it rains outside, it doesn't matter. You've got it, you've got your own little uh, festival set up in your front room. <laughs> Music. Of course, this is what many of us go to festivals for. Um, but it's brilliant because you can choose your festival favourites from home. There's many Spotify playlists that are out there that are, fe- uh, you know, taken from festivals. Maybe you can relive your favourite festival from last year. Uh, you can look up, see which artists are doing virtual gigs. So many artists are, are doing little home gigs. You know, you'd pay loads of money for a festival ticket or to go and see an artist live, but they're doing these free virtual gigs. So go and see which are your favourite artists are doing virtual gigs and you can set up your little festival um, to see your favourite artist for free. It's great, isn't it? Um, you could get involved with some friends. You could uh, play what I called like your fantasy lineup. So you can each take control of uh, of your music and play who you'd like to uh, hear at a festival. If you could have your ultimate festival lineup and uh, play some really great bangers between you. Uh, and of course, us at Riverside Radio, we are here to keep you company. So stay tuned in. Switch on Southwest London. Uh, we've got you covered for your fest- live festival. Why not? Uh, food is another important thing isn't it? Uh, Festival staples include pot noodles, tinned beans, those kind of things. But here, because we're uh, doing our festival in our front room, we've got the use of the kitchen. So why not go a little bit more extravagant, make a burger, make some hot dogs, have a barbecue, whatever you fancy, and take it to your tent. And of course, our festival outfits, uh, sequins, feathers, capes, and you've got to have a good festival hat, haven't you? So there you go. Get involved with friends. You can show off your catwalk um, outfits, do a little catwalk for your friends. Like I said, take it in turn to play your favourite festival lineup. Uh, there's loads that can be done. So there you go. Enjoy your festival at home. That is it from me today. I hope you enjoyed. Big thank you to Larissa for chatting to us positively about how she dealt with uh, the fact that her wedding couldn't go ahead. So really looking forward to going to the wedding next year. Uh, yes, it's my birthday on Sunday. So a big happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, and I will see you same time, same place next week. Ciao. Ciao.